0: Welcome to the dream, the date, and the broken bra. I am your host, Stephanie Brownyard. I have an insatiable desire for adventure and knowledge, and with this, I have been on a quest to discover what the purpose of life is and what it all means. In this podcast, we will embark on a journey the journey of life. With my guest, we will share in stories and celebrate all that life has to offer from the challenging times to the victories of one's dreams. Love and life experiences. Through authentic conversation and thought provoking dialogue, it is my hope you will unravel and uncover the magic that makes your life so extraordinary. We all come from different walks of life with different beliefs, but we all have similar desires and needs. Our paths are all so different, but yet we are all so connected. Let's come together to hear each other and to learn from one another and see the beauty in every experience, no matter how difficult or challenging it may be. In the process, we can all heal a little, have some laughs, and perhaps shed a few tears with a whole lot of inspiration. Join me on this exploration to uncover your magic. Are you ready? Hello there and welcome to today's episode. I am so excited for you to tune in to today's conversation. It is such a treat. My guest today is Dominic Zenden, and I first heard Dominic speak with Gary Temple Bodley on Gary's podcast, Joshua Live. Gary was a guest on The Dream the Date and the Broken Bra on episode 5. So if you haven't heard that one, Make sure you listen to that one because it was, that was a gem in itself as well. But I had heard Dominic read Gary's Aura reading on Gary's podcast, and I instantly was like, I want to have Dominic on my show. But I was like, I'm going to wait a little bit because my show is so new and I just want to get some more episodes under my belt at this point. But then about a few weeks later, this was around Christmas, a few weeks later, my sweet friend Annie was having a get together for Christmas with all our jujitsu gals. And she surprised us with having Dominic do aura readings for each of us at the party. And so I met Dominic through Zoom um, when he read my aura and it was, like so spot on, but what he also said that I was exploring my creative side and um, to really pursue that. And I was like, oh, that's funny because I just started a podcast. And he's like, oh, that's wonderful. So, And I go, and in fact, I would love to have you on as a guest. So here we are today. I have Dominic Zenden and he reads auras. So he sees people in color and and he sees the aura that is on um, what we don't physically see in the eye so he goes we talk about that but what's really amazing about this conversation is we just explored so many different topics and so many like it's not your normal coffee date conversation <laughs> that we had today so and it was just i was so excited after it because it was just really mind blowing So just the conversation might be challenging to follow in some parts and the concepts and the beliefs might be challenging, but just stay open and I just ask come with a curious mind because... I find, I just found it so fascinating and I could listen to our conversation over and over and get something different from it every time and there's just so many different perspectives on it. So I can't wait for you guys to listen and I can't wait to hear your feedback on this one. So sit back and enjoy the episode. Also, as usual, if Please feel free to send and share this episode out to your friends, your loved ones, your family members, and any feedback. I'm always, I always welcome it and cherish your guys' um, thoughts and opinions, and I can be reached at stephaniebrownyard at gmail.com. Have a great day. Hi, Dominic.
1: Hello Stephanie. How, How
2: are, are
1: you? you? Good. How are you? <laughs> see, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're talking the same time here, the same <laughs> things, aren't we? How excited? I'm
0: so excited to finally one get to see you like through the computer. Obviously, um, our listeners are gonna be hearing you, but I know I've I've heard your first introduction. I got introduced to you hearing with Gary Temple Bodley on Joshua Live, his podcast yes. where you did okay. his aura reading. Yes. And I was so fascinated because I've been hearing about auras and, you know, for since I was a child. And I heard it and I was like, oh, I want him on my show. And, but I was so nervous to ask. But then but yeah. it was brilliant because my friend Annie, we had a Christmas gathering with all my Brazilian Jiu Jitsu girls. And yes. she invited you to come and do an aura reading for all of us. She and did. that was when I asked you to come onto my show. So I felt like it was kind of like a divine, like serendipity type thing yeah, that it of kind course. of all led to yeah. that.
1: Yeah, you should have just asked. It's, it's <laughs> absolutely fine.
0: <laughs> well, I'm so excited to have you. And like I said, I got introduced to you. Well, I first heard you about reading Gary's Aura. And then you read our group Aura. And since then, you've now read my Aura and Blair's Aura. I have so many questions just in that. And, I, you know, finding and researching about you and learning more about you. You're just such like, like anomaly, just such a.
1: (laughs) Well, that's a very nice thing to call
2: me. (laughs) I've
1: never been called an anomaly before. (laughs) (laughs) The the, the nice nice thing about it is when I come to do the auras with your friend Annie, I did them live, didn't I? We didn't have any pre-introduction. You were just all sat there, all waiting, and I just talked to you one by one. Yeah. When I did Gary's aura, I did it on a report, which is an aura profile. So I had it from a photograph and I work out the energy that's captured on the photograph, and then – I send the report and then people read the report and say, wow, or whatever they want to say. Really. Right. So it's two different ways.
0: Can we go back just for like basic? What is an aura?
1: Like OK, it's, it's yeah, it's the human atmosphere. If you think about it, everybody has an energy field wrapped around them. And that energy field is a vibrational field that's done by the energy the person has. So how you're feeling, what you're going through, your body's vibrations, your body's frequency creates the colors. And those are the colors that I can interpret and I know the meanings of.
0: And so everybody has their own fields and has this aura around them. And how like, large is that field?
1: Yeah, it varies. Um, everybody, aliens tend to have very narrow auras, okay? okay. Um, human beings tend to have quite wide auras. Uh, but people that have different medical conditions have narrow auras. People that are depressed or emotionally a little bit behind where they would like to be tend to have little parts of their aura that is deflated and the energy's leaking out. Okay. So the aura is as individual as you and me. And
0: does is, that does that change, like, oh, can that change from, like, moment to moment in terms of how big it is or, like, over time too? Yeah, sure. Okay. It
1: changes every single second. Okay. And, and that's why when you have a photograph, the photograph captures that energy field, okay. the aura at that moment, which is a fantastic place for me to work from because I have a reference. Okay. Yeah. Whereas if I was doing it live with you right now, what I'd be seeing is an ever-changing field of frustration and excitement and worn (laughs) out and all the things that you would see from a person that is in the middle of a bit of a personal crisis.
0: Um, So you can tell I'm in a personal crisis right now?
1: Absolutely.
0: So where do you, like, so what, how do you, and I don't know if this is like the time to get into it, but like you see a color correct? So you're seeing this all around. You see a color. And how do you decipher what that means?
1: Okay. First of all, the human aura has three layers. Okay. The outer layer, Mm -hmm. the middle layer, and the inner layer. The outer layer is like the insect shell, the hard protection area Mm -hmm. of a person's aura. The middle layer is the emotions and communications. And the inner layer is the wellness, fitness, and nutrition of the person. Okay. Now, when we get a bit flustered or a bit in a, a bit of a state, our outer aura goes a lot darker. Okay. And it protects our energy from leaking out from okay. that position. So that's how you tell. You're looking at the, the color, the depth of the orange on the outer aura, and yours has gone quite dark. <laughs>
0: Oh no. <laughs> so does that, cause I know when you've done a pic, like when you did so, and it's interesting because yeah, when you read me at Annie's, I, yes. it was like really fascinating because one thing you honed into was I believe my like middle section, I forget what color it was, but I had been thinking about going and doing singing lessons and yes, I had not right. told you that. And you <laughs> were like, you need to go do singing lessons. And I was like, Oh my gosh. That's so crazy. So I honed into that. And then it was interesting when I had my picture and we can go through that when you read um, my picture, it didn't come up in that. But I mean, I, I loved my reading, but now like this is like completely like the, the dark around is like completely different.
1: Yeah. Yeah, It changes from moment to moment. Like we said, because it's, it's, it's variable. Mm-hmm. And an aura responds to how you're feeling right this moment. Okay. So, so when you I read you when you were with your friend, and in your mind was I want to go singing, I want to do this, I want to find this sort of place for me. That was in your aura, mm-hmm. and you had a lot of yellow in that day. If you okay. remember, we talked, and there was a big yellow all the way yep. down one side of you. Yeah. And that was uh-huh. that was the telltale signature of what you were thinking so it's quite easy for me to actually associate the yellow to music to vibration to sound okay. and to think right this lady's trying to find this way in her life and that's what's in our consciousness at this moment
0: so how do you take that color did you create the like translation of it, of knowing like this color on this, like you're saying the yellow on my left side means this. How do you translate that to like mean?
1: Great right question, Stephanie. Yeah. Really good question. <laughs> I actually been reading people's auras since I was old enough to see. And I've met a lot of people in that time. I'm, I'm a little bit older now. And over <laughs> the, <laughs> see how diplomatic I am. <laughs> right. Over those years, I've been able to figure out the colours, the meanings, the mixture of colours, which is also very important, Mm. and also where the colours come from the body. So it's over the years of experience of being able to see the colours that I've been able to work out the meanings and the thoughts behind those colors. And what I, what I did was, um, 20 years ago, I documented it all down. I wrote it all down and understood it so I could write profiles. Because an aura profile is considerably built on the colors, the vibration, the speed, the distance, the depth of the aura of the person. So I had that template that's really ensconced in the middle of my mind through all the years of meeting different types of people. So I instinctively now know, but you're right, it's mine. It's uniquely my particular ideas. And I did write this all in a book
2: Mm -hmm. called
1: Aura, Life in 4D. -hmm. And in that book, there's all the charts, all the meanings, all the colors, how to read auras. So if people are interested They can do it. It's no secret. It's whether you've got the aptitude to go ahead and learn it because it takes it's taken me a lifetime. So So
0: I love that. So this was something you kind of you noticed this talent and gift at you said the age of four.
1: Yeah, probably around about that time that I can remember. Okay. I mean, you, you've got to remember, Stephanie, going back that long time is a long way for me. It's a long piece of string to follow back, isn't it? You know, it's a, so, it's a, But my memories are of people at that time in my life when I first recognized it. Yes.
0: So and then at that time, you're seeing like people's auras. And then what did like how did you are you like describing this to your parents? And how do you know that like? <laughs> You know, you see this, and not everybody tends to see this. And you okay. also say people can train themselves to see this.
1: Yeah, right. and your lovely cat is gonna going to help us as well, yeah, right now,
0: Norma Jean. And I do want you one day to do a profile for my two she's kitties.
1: Gorgeous, I she's, love her.
0: She's a diva. That's for she's. I call her the Queen Bee. It's her world, oh. and we're just living in it.
1: I can understand that. She looks like she runs the property. (laughs) The the great thing about being able to figure auras out in in a very nice way is that we can relate to people and to their personalities, their their issues, their, their personal areas, all the things that we do within that, we, we manage through that. And when I was young, when I was four or five and I talked to my parents, they thought I was going around the twist and they took me to see a, a head doctor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, if that's a nice way of putting it. Yeah, I, I, was I like to
0: say is that a British way of saying it? Or
1: <laughs> well I, I could say the rude way, but I know we have to keep it clean, Stephanie. The 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 way that I saw it was I was taken to someone who thought I was a little bit backward, shall okay. we say, and able to make things up quite clearly. Mm-hmm. So my parents to give them their um you know their due, they didn't know how to handle it. So they took me. And the guy, the very nice man in the white coat, as you may well understand, yeah, said I was above average intelligence, which I was was quite shocked at because I never thought of that. So Mm -hmm. it was was quite good. Right. he also acknowledged that there was something there, but he didn't know what it was because it was rare. Right. Have
0: you since then found other people who have the same gift as you?
1: Not as me. Okay. In fact, um, I travel, I've been all over the world. Uh, I came across a man in Sri Lanka who had been to see somebody in India who was doing a similar thing to me,
2: okay. which is
1: quite, can you imagine traveling all that way to find somebody who knew somebody who was doing something similar? That was that was quite nice. Yeah. Um, there's a guy who's in a rock band called Pink Floyd who also sees colors through music. Okay. So when, when he plays music, um he's a drummer, he sees the, the drums in colour. So it allows him to synchronize his sight with his sound and his hearing. And and that's quite nice. But I don't think there's many. I'd like to find if there is anybody out there who can do this or does this regularly without having any control over it, because I have no control. Right. Not, yeah, can you imagine everything's got a colour signature around it and it's a bit of annoyance
0: i know that there, i have so many questions so you had said something about i was asking how you decipher the colors and you yes. over the years you had met so many different people yep. and you then like was it like a download because i've also heard when you do your readings it's like kind of like a channel that you yes. kind of get it so is that kind of and since you weren't learning from other people of like what these colors mean. Like, where are you
1: learning it from?
0: Yeah. Cause I know you've had the experience, but also yes. like, I know you, I've heard you say you get like channeled when you do an yes. actual reading. And then are you, do you see like patterns and habits of certain people of like certain colors in this area that means something? Brilliant. Or, yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay, quite a few questions in that I one know. sentence there, Steph. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, we'll break it down a little bit. Okay, the the, the the great thing about anything that comes from within, it comes from a channel, yep. and we're not sure about you know consciousness. But when we know that things come from a stream of consciousness, it comes from us being aware of it, and when we're aware, then that brings in new knowledge which is things that we can then alter and bring to the world. Because everything okay. is about exploring, isn't it, An expansion and yeah. finding new areas of thought. And as soon as we start to channel and we start to understand that channel and start to listen to it and incorporate it, then we can bring that knowledge. And when we see that knowledge matching what we're doing and see it working, then we trust it. And then when we trust it, we have the confidence to go out and actually share it with people because we know it's authentic. So the the channel comes from an authentic stream of knowledge, but the energy is translated through the colors. So the colors that vibrate at different frequencies have different color signatures, Right. And those different color signatures mean different things, mainly because of the people that I've come across. And, yes, you're right. Over the years, many different people have many similar traits. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, if you smoked, mm-hmm. right, you would look green.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You would have lots of green. If you drank alcohol, you would have a, a very different inner aura. Um, if you are emotionally upset, as I said, your outer aura goes very dark. If you are feeling frustrated, you get lots of red blotches all over your, your your aura, all over your face and stuff. Yeah. So there's lots of different things that are very obvious when you know them. But unless you knew them, you wouldn't look out for them. You just think, oh, she's got a blotchy face or she's a bit defensive.
0: So like people can see that, but you're seeing it in colors. And then, as in color.
1: Yeah, yeah, the vibration is if you were to look at your aura now, what you would see your, your aura as in white light, you would see the white light around your surrounding body. So you'd be able to work out the depth of your aura. What I do is split that white light into the seven colors of the spectrum and then it mixes. So I know what that means because of looking at probably thousands, hundreds of thousands of people.
0: Right. So going back to when you, your parents brought you to the doctor with the white coat, he said you were above average. do <laughs>
1: tell everyone. You were above I average. I yeah. mean,
0: and at that time, was it very accepting? Like in that there was something different they couldn't. But did your parents like begin to start to understand and like embrace that in you? Or was it something obviously... I would think that they embraced it because you carried on learning the gifts or was it something, if not, you probably have shut it down, right?
1: Yeah. They shut it down. Yeah. It's one of those things that as a child, you're looking for confirmation, praise, Mm -hmm. understanding, Mm -hmm. empathy, and neither of those were available. So you learn not to talk about it with people. You just learn to live in that world. Right. Yeah, so I learned not to talk about it.
0: So how was that for you?
1: Oh, that was great. I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I just I just went and you know, beat girls up and threw balls over walls and stuff <laughs> like that. So you, you just said yeah, normal, things.
0: yeah. But so yeah. were you still seeing colors? You just didn't talk about it or did it yeah. completely like shut off?
1: No, you, you just see them. Your world is full of people that have color signatures, different people have different colors you have a yellow lady you have a blue lady you have a a green man you, everyone has a color everybody around you you associate to the color signature it's just that you just just do it it's just a part of your inner world that in a secret world that we all have
0: right so then do you like did that help you to like say like i'm going to want to be friends with that person i want to stay away from that person would you like kind of judge and kind yeah. of
1: Oh, um, yeah. I, I, yeah. I wouldn't kind of judge. I would judge. <laughs> yeah, stay away from people uh-huh. if they were hostile or difficult or, or a little bit sort of um, double orange. Double orange is always my, you know, my warning sign. It's like two personalities. Be very aware not to get too close because they could be very nice one minute and very difficult the next. So that was the first thing I learned when I learned to read colors is that double orange auras, right, which is double outside aura, meant difficulty. And the more layers of orange you see, the more personalities that person is likely to have.
0: So does that mean like split personalities or just like, okay.
1: Yeah. I've come to think of it as um, lots of different souls in the person because
0: I have do, heard that too. I have, I've heard that, um, yeah. that definition too from a different outlet that it, yeah, it's many different souls yeah. in one physical body, right?
1: Yeah, I think we have lots of different souls because I don't believe in time, Stephanie. I, I believe that time is just um, just here. Mm-hmm and we live in different layers and different ways of thinking about that. It blows your mind if you go no, to No I D. know and
0: I actually would love to expand on that more because I've been kind of questioning that too because okay. in the essence of like where I am now I've, and then I think back to when I was younger in my body the same yes. things were happening Yeah but yet like where did the time go?
1: Yeah, where does it go? Does it really exist? Is it just a man-made fallacy that we use to order our life? The chances are the only thing you've really got is this moment. So we've only got, in our whole of our lives right now, our moment is now. Mm
2: -hmm. So
1: that's the only time you can do anything, and it's the only time you can ever be constructive. So the now is the very important time. And so if you think about it, you could be in millions of nows, but you're only conscious of this now.
0: So, and then that (laughs) takes you to other dimensions, correct?
1: You could have many existences on many different dimensional planes, yes. Yeah, but take it another step forward Mm -hmm. and say that your soul that intelligent plasma that's within you mm-hmm. is the link of all the knowledge that you've ever, ever gained, ever yep. learned. So if you touch into your soul, that's like the acoustic record. It's got a huge amount of knowledge in there mm-hmm. that is available to you if you understand the process. Yeah, so the first thing we have to be is happy with the process of figuring out that we're souls, that we have a soul. The second thing we have to figure out is that soul is eternal, yeah, and then and then timeless.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So yep. if we figure out the soul is eternal and timeless, then we've got a vast library of knowledge inside of us that we can tap into and we can actually predict or understand where we're going because we've already been. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: So you're saying we've been in terms of time as we like, comprehend in this moment. (laughs) Yeah. We've already been there?
1: Yeah, already been there, already done Mm -hmm. that, already experienced it. It's already there for you. That's why if you tap into it, you can find out the outcomes. The only difficulty is with humans is they don't like difficult outcomes. So they only want to hear the good. Side of stuff, they don't want to balance it with difficult because they don't believe that the difficult is ever going to happen,
0: right? So, does your aura make up of all like so? If you're saying we're, does your aura make up all the other like your eternity? Then,
1: no, your aura is your human aura, okay? Because you're, you're a human, you're you're a mortal right mm-hmm. now. And your aura vibrates at the level of the frequency that your body, your human mortal body, mm-hmm. is on now. So okay. yeah. But doesn't inter- that
0: make up though your past lives then?
1: Yep, it can do. And you can actually cross-match it because all the things from the past and all the things from the future are in the present. Uh, now, if you think if you think about that, mm-hmm. that is because time doesn't exist. It only exists in how we think about it existing. So everything is there. But your current momentary, your snapshot of you right now, tonight, will be the way that you are this second. And that's your moment. That's why everything exists in a moment.
0: Okay. So has my aura <laughs> shifted from when we've come on?
1: Yeah, you've calmer now.
0: Okay. So does, yeah. is the dark gone?
1: Yeah, you're you're starting to lighten up a little bit. You're starting to relax. Okay. You're, st- you're still nervous and you're still <laughs> you, you're still feeling a little bit edgy about things. And yeah. But I'm sure Norma Jean has helps a little bit.
0: She does. She, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's just interesting because too like when you say people don't want to feel the bad. Yeah. That's like something too, like I probably have resisted. Of course. Uh you know feeling the bad so i like was translating it to being like oh no he can see the darkness or like <laughs> the,
1: the dark cuz i have the black exactly so, like, you see exactly me. yeah no yeah. i can see how people do things because you do you take all the meanings mm-hmm. and you turn them onto the more negative side that's human nature okay but it's not in that context because you know you might watch too much Star Wars for all I know, and you might think, "Well, you're leaving onto the dark side." It's not that case. When you go dark on the outside of your aura, it means that you're very much defensive or on your guard against what's going to happen. So you're pensive. You're you're um, excited, but you're ready for anything to happen. And that really creates this real hard protection around your energy. And that's what the shell does. It really protects you against outside influences that could take you unexpectedly into places where you're not ready for.
0: Okay. So that's just what I have or everybody has that?
1: No, we we tend to have it in in different degrees. Okay. but, But we all get nervous. We all get excited. It's part of the human experience. If See, if you when you're a soul, when you're this pure plasma, everything you have is within the memory. So the cell or the soul memory is everything in that plasma. So the experiences you're having now spontaneously across your existence are what stores the memory in the soul. So when you're only a, a single ball of light – Those memories are what gives you the experience to know what it's like to experience. So if you like to eat apple pie, Mm -hmm. the memory of apple pie will stay with you because it'll be in your soul.
2: Right.
1: Yeah. So it's an experience. So when you're in spirit and you want to manifest apple pie and you want to taste apple pie, you've got a memory of it. And it's the same if you wanted to explore what it's like to meet Norma Jean in spirit. Yeah, You've got a memory of what it's like to stroke that lovely cat of yours, and that memory will act as a trigger for you to feel the same experience, and that's what we have. We have this eternal experience, understanding, all because of our memory that we create while we're alive as mortals.
0: So that kind of goes into, like, I know I've heard that you, on another interview that you did, that you, like, could see the aura of, like, a soccer ball or, like, these inanimate, like, objects, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Everything's got an energy signature. If someone throws a soccer ball, it's got energy on it, and you'll see the energy going around the ball as it goes.
0: OK, so then if you're saying that there are spirits and beings, like, can you see other like spirit? Like, so, you know, you always hear like your spirit guides or your team is with you. Like, can you see those entities okay. or those things around other people now, or if they have their angels around them? Do you see those too?
1: Right. Now we're talking about spirit guides, mm-hmm. angels. Mm-hmm. So really, we're talking mm-hmm. about extraterrestrials, aren't we? OK. Yeah. Yeah, so, is that entities.
0: what you is that what you relate to as aliens?
1: Not necessarily. Okay. There's there's different groups of okay. different meaningful beings that you will have in different places. You think of anything that's born outside of the Earth is extraterrestrial by its very nature. It is going to come from outside this Earth plane. So that, by its very nature, like an angel, mm-hmm. an angel isn't born on Earth. So, it must be an extraterrestrial, which makes it an alien. Okay. So, if you believe in angels, you'll believe in aliens. Okay. Okay. Spirit guides are slightly different because I believe we are our own spirit guides. All the lives, all the lifetimes that we've had are all compiled together. And so, we've got all that knowledge of all those millions of lifetimes, maybe some on this planet, some on other planets. And that is our guide. That's the thing that we listen to inside when we hear the knowledge, the vibrational sense coming through that we should listen to. That's not coming from outside of us. That's coming from our soul. That's the record. That's the Akisic record of our lives.
0: So is that what you would say, like your inner self is your spirit, guys? Or is
1: that... No, it's you. You, you, your spirit. See, people don't know really what a spirit guide is. They think of a spirit guide being a big red Indian, sat in the sat out there telling you what to do or a Chinaman or something. And, you know, it, there's lots of examples. Like, I've pro- actually
0: had messages where I've gotten where my my spirit guides were actually the people in my life because that's how I hear things. Okay. Like, does that make sense? Like
1: it, it would make sense to you because it's your truth. Okay. And, and that's what matters is that where you feel comfortable, it feels authentic, doesn't it? As soon as you feel uncomfortable, it doesn't feel authentic. It feels forced. Now, I think of it in a different way. See, I think that we are all interconnected. Yeah. I don't see anybody, you know, it's no coincidence we're talking mm-hmm. or that we've met and mm-hmm. that people around the world can meet now. Because we're all one, we're all one energy, and that's what the, if you like, the the liquid orbs, you know, the 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 actual plasma that we have as souls that stores all that information. We can all come together and, and intermingle, so okay. we can join together. And you think about it, I could, if I could do that as a soul with your soul, then we wouldn't need to talk because I could transfer my knowledge and you could transfer your knowledge. Onto me, and I can give my knowledge to you. So as a collective, we can do that, which makes sense of your philosophy that people around you are your guides mm-hmm. because you could be picking up their energy that's helping you create this feeling of well-being or understanding or knowledge that you may not have in your own soul. So I could understand you seeing that and interpreting it that way whereas I think of it as all being one. And if we want to understand anything, we have to go deep into our own consciousness and pick up our soul energy, that soul frequency, to be able to figure out the wisdom of where we are and what we could actually do to benefit from that.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So we're not far apart here. Yeah. It's just that we have different ways of reaching the same conclusions.
0: Right. So fascinating. I know. So because then it's like then you go into like you're saying like our souls connect because they are souls. Like for one, our souls have connected probably on some other realm. We have connected always, someplace
1: right. at some time. Right. You know, it's that, you know that feeling of comfortability when you meet mm-hmm. somebody and you can walk into a room, can't you? And you can meet a room full of people that are very difficult to get on with
2: mm-hmm. and
1: it feels awkward or it feels strange or the energy doesn't feel right yeah. and we walk straight back out again don't we yeah or you can walk into a room and people are very connected and before you realize that you're having five or six different conversations on different levels with different people but what we do do is find a level of conversation with people that feels comfortable to us Yeah, Yeah. because there's no point in me talking about um, little men from Mars if you don't (laughs) believe in little men from Mars, because you're going to go, oh, he needs to go and see those men with white coats again. You know, (laughs) he he hasn't learned much over his years. But if we come and talk about soul existence... You're very interested in soul existence. I'm very interested in soul existence. And it brings our consciousness much closer together. And then what we can do is we can bring our ideas together and start the conversation. Right. Because once we start the conversation, who knows where it's going to lead?
0: Right. Oh, I love that. It's so
1: good. (laughs) (laughs) See? It's it's nice, isn't it? Because everyone you meet, Everyone that's like you, everyone that you're attracted to, everyone that you feel that you want to be close to, you can start the conversation with. And you can have multiple conversations going on at one time because not only in this dimension, but probably in multiple dimensions, you're talking about different facets of spirituality.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think where that leads.
0: Yeah, I know. it's. I understand it, and it's like almost so much for like my brain – to even comprehend it. Cause I like, I've had experiences of, of that. And then when yes. you come back to like here and now it's like trying to wrap my head around it too. Like, so
1: yeah, yeah. it's great, isn't it? You, it is. You're best not to try for the numbers because when you look at the big numbers, it blows your mind just working the big numbers out. What do you mean? Well, if you look at the stars in the sky Mm -hmm. in our galaxy Mm -hmm. and you think that every star has a planetary system around it and every planetary system has the possibility of intelligent life and every intelligent life has the possibility of being able to transfer thought and everybody that has thought is able to connect to one another Think of the infinite possibilities of the entities, the life forms that you can connect with across the universe and the figures become astronomical and they blow your mind.
0: It is blowing my mind. And when you think about that, in terms of that, like uh, my husband was showing me a picture the other day of, I forget what it was, but it was like looking through earth through something, but it was literally like a speck. And when yeah, you look blue, at it that, like we think we're so significant, and like yes. our problems are so significant, but when you look at it,
1: yes, like,
0: from uh, far away we're just like a drop. Stop. Yeah,
1: that was the picture taken from the first um, satellite to go out past Earth. Yes,
0: yes, the Voyager, uh-huh. and it was yep. actually
1: taking it from the furthest point out that we know, yep. and it was showing Earth as a little blue marble. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. and that picture actually shows us quite shiny in the cosmos, but only in our galaxy. Yeah. If, if you look at the James Webb telescope, which has now been deployed, it's the latest one, mm-hmm. they're going to be able to um, spot starlight going back to the beginning of time. That's what they say. I don't believe in time. So I just think they're going to be able to pick up even more stuff before the Big Bang or whatever created the planets and the you know this intelligent life that we are. You just think of that as a discovery of many, many planets. Now, Stephanie, go back 20 years. Go back to the year 2001.
2: Mm.
1: We were struggling to think that we were the only plant, animal, life, planet in the universe. We didn't know of any other planets. We thought we were the only planet. Now, we're finding planets every day. Right. Every single day, we're discovering Earth-like planets throughout the cosmos.
2: Hmm.
1: Now, that's significant, isn't it? In your lifetime, you will get to experience this. You'll get to experience what I call the Star Trek motion area where you'll be introduced to lots of different species, lots of different life forms. There'll be lots of different intelligent life forms out there, all in the cosmos, all wanting to meet us and wanting to actually experience what it's like to live a spiritual life. And as we go forward and change and become much more plant-based in our diets and much lighter in our way of feeling and not so warlike, these, these different entities will start to interact with us. Because at the moment, we're far too hostile.
0: Yeah, so you say that. So do you see us moving in that direction?
1: We already are. Right. We already are. Um, I've been interested in this since I was about six years old. I was buying UFO books with my pocket money Aww. Looking and, and thinking about alien life and different <laughs> domains you, of aliens. Did yeah. your
0: parents bring you back to the doctor at that
1: point? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I was doing this under the bed covers with my okay. torch. Aww. Yeah. Aww. yeah, no, this was something I kept very <laughs> yeah. secretive. Yeah. But you think about it, I was always fascinated by the fact that we're not alone. And, right. and that is a fascinating thing because the biggest part of history for us so far is all the conflicts, all the wars, all the dictatorships. The biggest part for our future is going to be the understanding that there's many other sentient life forms in the universe that we can connect to. And that's going to be so significant. It'll bring mankind together because it will yeah. bring them into a place of where, they are, where, where they can be humble not yeah. where they can be dominant. And and that humble, um, exciting welcome that we can give to our cosmic neighbors is going to be changing. It's going to be life-changing, maybe for you, maybe for your children or your children's children, but it's coming and it will happen.
0: Right. Like there are some people I follow, like the Galactic Federation. Have you heard of that?
1: Well, the, Gal- the Galactic, Galactic Federation, Federation. Are, you talk- are you talking about the space fleet and all that sort of stuff?
0: I don't really know. I don't understand it. My understanding is it's, like, people who channel the Galactic ah. Federation, oh, well, are aliens. Like, they yeah. – that I've <laughs> yeah. heard, too, is because we don't – like, I think they can – have these conversations and them, but most humans, like, like you said, we're not right. We're too harsh and they're such light like, beings that we can't even like. Yeah. See them yeah. It's know. very
1: interesting. I came across uh, a guy who channeled a being called Basra when I was uh. about 18. <laughs> and okay. And <coughs> wow. It was, it was, it, it, no, it was a really funny experience. Uh-huh. He, he would sit down and he would put this red light on him. And his face would turn all sorts of funny shapes. And then he would start talking in this really quite comical voice. And I found it really hard not to laugh because it was so ridiculous that <laughs> that really showed me that okay, let's listen. And I and I really, really thought, let's listen, let's hear if he has any words of knowledge that comes from anywhere else other than himself. Or his soul. And all he was doing was talking about the things that he was recognizing. And I'll tell you how you cross-reference it. It's we do not know what we do not know.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. You had never heard of Basra in your life ever before until I mentioned him. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't even be conscious of the fact that he existed. Right. Yeah, So you wouldn't know nothing about his teachings, what he does, what he says or anything. It hasn't entered your consciousness. So when things reenter our consciousness, they feel familiar. When things come outside of us, that's when we bring the new knowledge. These are the the things that update some of the old teachings that we've been led to believe. uh,
0: Sorry, can you expand on that a little bit? Because I, the same thing, I kind of like when I hear something that I feel like I should know, I'm like, I should have known that like already, you know? Yeah, well,
1: that's how it is. It's the realization of relearning something. Okay. Yeah. All you're doing is you're being introduced back to something. You've got a distant memory in your soul of so although it's a really uh, okay. quite an easy realization, remember, you're timeless. Yeah. We've already had this conversation. We've already talked about this, Stephanie, about a million times, probably in lots of different dimensions. So all the information is going to be recognized again and again and again. And the familiar information is what's going to resonate with you. It's going to feel right. It's going to be on the right vibrational frequency. So anything that comes across as made up human nonsense will resignate as made up human nonsense, anything that comes across as knowledge that is going to challenge and help you expand and, and look at different areas of your spirituality is going to really resonate. And it's going to be like someone ringing a bell. It's going to be that loud. It's going to be, wow, I need to explore that because that's going to take me to this next part of my life, which I'm then going to explore this. So it's all about following the trail. Now, new knowledge is all about not following the old knowledge that people repeat. Now, if you think about that, people repeat what other people say all the yeah. time. Yeah, there's two types of people. There's repeaters and then there's instigators. The instigators bring the new knowledge. The repeaters just say the same old stuff
2: Mm -hmm. and
1: and trot out the same old spirituality time and time again. Now, how often do you come across new things?
0: Never. I, and that's the thing. I feel like everything is done and repetitive and just the same. And I, I was actually, what led me to how do we like, what is our purpose for this existence in that it just feels like you're, I know it's for expansion and growth.
1: No no not necessarily no i just feel like
0: sometimes you're just like supposed to be here like what are you doing like you know
1: what what are you doing there's you and norma g in america there's me in little old england what are we doing what are we doing what is our consciousness for why are we given this amazing chance to experience to touch to use our senses what is it for It's for the actual understanding of building up what it's like to have an existence. Because we don't just exist here. We exist in multiple dimensions. We exist on multiple planets. Our consciousness has many different lifetimes on many different worlds. So we're experiencing things. That's why we have to experience the best of everything. But when we experience, it's not just going through it. It's actually stopping to understand it. So when you go out and you see the people walking up and down the street, think of all those people's lives and what they're doing and how they get to be walking up and down that street at that moment. That's just... You know, it's just amazing. We get to a point where we're thinking, okay, our existence is, is it just to watch these people walking up and down this street? Or is it to be the person they watch walking up and down this street? But for some reason, we have an interreactive situation with the people, with the souls, with the energy, not just on this planet, but on lots of other planets. So we are here to interact and understand, not to learn. But to actually create understanding. And the easier we understand things, the less hostile we become, the easier it becomes to exist, the less need we have for bodies, the better our existence becomes.
0: Do you have tricks to become less hostile, or what is it to become less hostile? Calmness. How do you achieve that? Like, so if you, said, like, <laughs> like you're saying, and going back to auras, because it's funny, this conversation was about auras and we, touched on auras <laughs> that's okay it's going, okay we
1: can your whatever. i know
0: i love it it's like so going to auras like you can pick up someone's hostility right and you're saying be calm and yes there's like the meditation and there's the the things that you can do to create calmness but what are those okay. just exterior things to do or is it like your soul like if you're talking about like a akashic records too and like past lives and you're here and that's like coming up if someone has like a hostility in them how do you okay does that make sense am i like communicating that right
1: i would like to say yes <laughs> but, but, I will, but i will answer the question right the, think think about hostility as being a cascade okay you're hostile I'm hostile, the next person is hostile, and so on. It's like a row of dominoes. It feeds off the energy, doesn't it? And you can feel it. Yes. Yeah, because if I get hostile with you, what's the first reaction from you?
0: I get defensive or like – Yeah, you you start to cry or – I get like like the shell probably, right? Yeah, it uh, gets dark. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, so you put up your defences, mm-hmm. the next person puts up their defenses, and before we realise it, we're all being defensive and we're not learning from each other. We're not helping each other, we're not caring for one another. We lose the empathy. So that's the thing. When we're calm, we have no worries. Because you, you try shouting at someone when you're calm. You try driving your car calmly and someone cuts you up and you go, No worries. Thank you very much. That's okay. Yeah, that's your karma. Thank you. And the calmness grows because then things don't affect you that you have no control over. So the first step into spirituality is calmness. It's being able to use the reactionary energy to become the best and get the best result from a situation.
0: So would awareness, because again, if you think of someone, when you say you go back to someone having whatever color it is, where you, oh, the double orange, like where you, they stay away. Like how would somebody, or if someone's just permanently angry and they have that color of being angry, like how do you teach somebody to be calm when they're...
1: The first thing is they have to recognize that they have that.
0: Right, so it's awareness
1: awareness okay then they have to have the intent to -hmm. want to change and then they have to be authentic with their incorporation of that into their lives so it's a pathway it's not just a one thing if we see somebody who's hostile in life we cross the road we get out of their path if we get caught up in a storm you know like a nature storm like a, a hurricane we don't stand there and say, hurricane, come and take me. We say, ah, oh, I'll just move out of the way while well, it comes through in this destructive path. We let it pass, don't we? So we get out of the way of destructive energies because we can spot them because our lives are full of people that are destructive energies. Right. And if we, inco- if we stand there and let them destruct and destroy us, they will because they bounce off everything. They're like that hurricane that carries on through the through the county. So we've got to be able to see and understand where people are like that. And we can do that if we can see the auras. If we can see the energy. We can sense it.
0: too. like if there's a frequency about you, like if you're in, like you were giving the example of like if you're hostile, then that person's be hostile. It's a domino effect. Like if you're in thinking of like what I've been learning is like the law of attraction. Like if you're hostile, you attract that, but it's also a reflection back to you to show you yeah, like how you're we're, showing up. Right.
1: We're all mirrors. Right. Yeah. And that is the thing that we will be shown how we are because the law of attraction will say that we do attract who we are to us.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But it also says that if we can understand that, and we can calm ourselves and we don't have the need to want or the need to be impatient Mm
2: -hmm. or the
1: need to try to create something that is not really what we need, then we have to understand that our life is based on being able to connect to people. Nothing else, nothing more, very simple. It's about love, the universal law of love. And once we start loving, Then we start decreasing the hostility, then we start not needing. Because we have everything we need. We have everything in abundance, just that we choose to try to keep it to ourselves. As soon as we start sharing, it becomes an easier place.
0: Right. So it's kind of so the purpose is all just about love and connection. It is about
1: love. Yeah. Yeah. It's the it's the one thing that in the universe, I think, is the only truth. Because once we draw that love to us, then we can channel whatever we want because we haven't got other agendas. We're just loving. Once yeah. we start to use that as an attractive force and we are authentic with it, not disingenuous, but authentic, then the authenticity of love will allow us to connect to people that are also authentic and love.
0: I get that. And I, I love that. And I love how it kind of did that. We had this like massive conversation to come back to this full circle of like, it's love and connection, right? So, but I, the thing too, I get trumped up with authenticity and I strive to be authentic and to be like this authentic person, but I always get tripped up because how are you ever really, truly authentic? because of like going back to what you don't know, what you don't know. So there's always like things that are hidden.
1: Okay. Okay. You can only be authentic on what you know, right? If you were to say to me, I think the world is flat. Yep. I'm not going to say to you, Stephanie, it's not, it's been proven it's round. I'm going to say to you, is that your truth? Is that what you want to believe? Is that how you see things? Because that is, being authentic to your beliefs. But what you believe and what is real is two totally different things Mm -hmm. because what we don't know stops us being totally authentic with the universe. Because we don't know about shapeshifters, we don't know about cloaked creatures, we don't know about dinosaurs in Alaska, we don't know about Bigfoot, (laughs) we don't know (laughs) about UFOs, we don't know about so much right? How can we say we do and claim to be authentic? We can't. We can only say that's where the trail leads. Right. Yeah. I
0: love, do you bring this stuff up because you know?
1: I I have my own, (laughs) see, that has no reaction on radio, does it? I love it
0: because I asked, you know, my, my husband's been following your work now. Like he loved his reading and I love my reading. And it was like, so interesting because you were just like, for our listeners, your readings were so spot on and it was so funny because we were so opposite, like, Okay. And I felt like, too, like mine was very, like, spot on that I could, I felt like almost, and, and then with his, that I almost feel, like, misunderstood by him yep. because of yep. our our auras. Yes. But, but we don't have to go into that, but it was funny. So he's been following your work. And, um, from that we have,
1: yeah. we have as much time as you want. We, oh, can, <laughs> we can talk all night. You know, time you. does not exist. The, the thing about working in that way is that when i'm doing a profile i'm in the picture with you i'm with you right so when i'm talking to you when i'm writing your profile my mind is nowhere else apart from in your mind that's where i come from that's why a lot of the understanding and the colors lead me to where you are as a person So I know where to look and how to feel and how to, I think, vibrationally connect to the pictures, to the photograph. So when I'm doing your profile, I'm connected to you. I can feel your fears the way that you think, the way that you feel misunderstood sometimes, the way that... Mm -hmm when you say something, it can be misrepresented. Or if you get a little bit nervous about something, someone laughs at you because you do something silly, like tuck your skirt into your knickers. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can see all that stuff, right? It, it works, doesn't it? It is,
0: because when you talk about authenticity, and that was actually kind of, I feel like, what my reading was about was like the pureness and like, I mean, I and I don't know, maybe we should, maybe what I should do is we end that, that and if you want to go into the aura readings maybe end this conversation and i'll put like two parts to our Absol-
1: conversation yeah if you'd like to I'm, I'm happy to talk about your auras as well okay. I'm really, but i'm also happy to discuss anything you want to discuss on spirituality because i'm sure that people listening are going to be enthralled by different ways of thinking because they're not likely to have this sort of conversation every day. I
0: mean, even me, like, cause it's like, I didn't even think that, I mean, that it was going to go in this direction and I am so thrilled and I think it is going to be like mind blowing. So I think I love this conversation. I already know that you're going to be like a repeat. (laughs) Hopefully you'll be a repeat guest (laughs) on my show. So you're telling me
1: the future now.
0: I know. I'm like, (laughs) I love this conversation so much. So like first, when you did my reading, you did a reading like on the spot, like, and as you mentioned previously, you can do it on the spot or usually what you do is you take a picture and I know I've heard you say like you take, what I thought was amazing was that you, you're like, I'll have your reading back to you in 24 hours. And I was like, really? And you, and you say it takes three, three hours to do a
1: reading. Yes, that's right. Yes.
0: And I was just like wow, you're going to have it back to me. I was like, take your time. Like you can.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now, What I tend to do, see, and, yeah. and that's a great thought. Yeah, uh, my, wife get- tells me, my wife tells me that all the time. She says, take your time. There's no rush. But what I like to do, see, when people engage with me, I like to be able to do the reading and send it back the same day, which has a knock-on effect because when new people come in, I'm then available to do their reading. And so on. I'm never running behind. If I get behind, I will stay up and I'll work through the night to get the readings done for people. So they have them because it's so important that when it's in your consciousness to do this, I'm there to do it for you because people don't think about having this done. They never even a lot of people never even know who I am or what I do. They just get a friend and the friend says, You gotta have a reading. Yeah,
0: I've done that. Yeah. I've already I've like shared your info. And I know one of my friends, she got a reading, where I was like, You have to do it. Cause I had shared her your episode with Gary with her. And she's like, Yeah, I'm thinking of doing it. And then when I had after my reading, after you read my aura at Annie's. I was like, you have to do it. And she's like, okay, I'm doing it. And so she went and she did it right away. So, um, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. But it, so what does it take for you? Like if you're doing it all the time, like, and you're saying you jump into the photo, like, so I took a photo the day that I was like, yeah, well, let's do it. I yeah. Blair and I both took pictures of ourselves that day. So we took pictures yep. in the, um, in that moment And then I sent that to you and then you say you like get into the photograph. Like how do you get yourself into that like mindset or get into that zone to be able to do that?
1: It's just natural now. Um, It's it's lots and lots of practice. But also the fact that the picture has a vibration, has a vibrational signature to it. Mm -hmm. And what you can do is you can pick up the colors and as soon as you pick up the colors, you're actually then exploring the personality. So with you, the exploration of the personality, the curiosity, the everlasting questions, the, the, all the stuff that you are as a person is there then. And then all the, the back fears, you know, the little bits, what if they don't like me? What if I'm not beautiful? What if I don't get accepted? Because are you I, reading uh, me right now? <laughs> <laughs> because i haven't got my hair right you know <laughs> it's, it's all that stuff that you could actually join in with and people go shit dominic how yeah. do you know this stuff yeah and i say much. "Well, it's because i'm in the picture with you right i in your thoughts and not many people want to go into people's thoughts they just don't so i always go in with the understanding of exploring the colors for the benefit, so to move the person forward so they can see themselves as they're seen. So what I have is I have a two viewpoint. Mm -hmm. I have a viewpoint from the outside and a viewpoint from the inside. So to see through somebody else's eyes, you have to be with them, which is, you know, what I do. Mm -hmm. And then from seeing through someone's eyes into writing a profile, with all the knowledge I have of the colours, it just matches. It just dovetails together, and you write a profile that people go, I could have written that myself because that's me. Or you're, you're telling me about my friend. I know my friend's like this. Or that really fits me. And as I'm doing that, I'm getting little messages and little words come through to tell me how to write it. So it will start off with something that is relevant to the person, and it will end with something that's relevant to the person and current. So we're doing all that from a photograph. And the beauty of it, right, the current bit, you took current pictures.
2: Mm -hmm. I've
1: got people send me pictures of people that have actually passed into spirit, into the spirit world. Mm -hmm. So what I'm doing then is picking up their personality as an imprint. So I have an imprint of the person. And they say, wow, I remember that and I've forgotten about it. That occurred at that point and I forgot and so we're reintroducing people to memories because we can pick up the energy from that photograph.
0: Right. And I remember you saying though too if the person has passed on that their aura kind of it leaves the photograph
1: starts to fade. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it can, go, it can go fairly quickly sometimes, uh-huh. and other times it takes a while. But it really does start to fade, but you can still see, and you can make an adjustment for the faded part of it. See, my point is that when we die, I don't think we go to a spirit world. I think we are energetic energy. I think we're intelligent energy. And when we pass, our soul can choose to really join back into another body, Or it can be free. It can go and travel the universe if it so desires. But there is no spirit world. I cannot see why there would be a world that mimics this world outside of the body. Because there's no point. This is all the purpose it needs to be.
0: So if you see, like, so say, like, my my grandpa who passed away when I was, he died suddenly um, when I was in fourth grade. It was a very, like, he was my most favorite human ever. And I always feel like he is with me. Like, can you see if there's other, like, entities? Okay. And I know we kind of talked about this earlier, but, like, can you see other auras? Like, if you have, like, because you're saying souls could either go into another human body or exist or they exist like around you. Can you see that aura if there's like another soul like around you?
1: Yeah, I think the orbs are very much indicative of that. And those mean the orbs you get on cameras, but the, okay. the, little, the little balls of plasma.
0: You do mean the, that, the, that the orbs when you, you're saying that is an orb or not an orb?
1: No, sometimes on cameras, they're a bit, um, yeah, I wouldn't say they're not all they are, but I would say I have to see them. But the real orbs are the little balls of concentrated, you know, like little rubber bouncy balls, super Mm -hmm. balls that Mm -hmm. you get. They're the orbs that we really want to concentrate and you can see them with the naked eye. Okay. You don't just see them on cameras, and they really do fly around quite energetically. So, those are the energies that you would want to see, but you've got to take it a little bit further. Okay, like you, when your granddad was alive, okay, he was full of energy, he would have been the funniest, most charismatic, most um, wonderful guy that was there just at the right time to make you smile. How yeah, do you I mean, know? I, I know, okay. I know,
0: because that was him.
1: I know, okay. I will tell you one day, Stephanie, how I know, all right? But for this purpose. I'm going to (laughs) cry. Okay. You cry. I'll keep talking. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Tissues for. (laughs) But but the, Uh the understanding of that is in the imprint, because every one of us leaves an imprint behind us where we are. So your granddad leaves an imprint.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and if you're a really sensitive person you can pick up that imprint and that's what I do I can pick up that imprint so I know the personality I can describe the person but I'm not talking with them I'm just aware of their presence because they are their imprint
0: and you see that in my aura then
1: yes I see it in everyone's aura everyone's got an imprint of somebody close to them. And that's why I'm so against mediumship because mediums who claim to be mediums talking to people that have passed are picking up imprints. Now I don't mind them talking about it as imprints, Mm -hmm. but I don't like them pretending that that person's still there because it's like having a video recording of that person next to you because of their personality, because of the personal, um, effect they've had on your life
2: mm-hmm. it's
1: it's so nice to know that they're, they're still around but you have pictures of your granddad you have video of your granddad you probably even got camera you know little mobile phone camera pictures of him
2: no and, it was
0: kind of before he passed away before okay that time yeah
1: yeah but do you see what I'm saying to you there's no reason why you wouldn't have imprints of him around you
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that's what I pick up that's what I've always I've always been able to pick that up. So is That's that why I, they
0: say their spirit, like they never die, their spirit is always with you because it's like imprinted.
1: Okay, the energy never never ceases; it just changes form. Right. Yeah, the actual person will go into another body. the The soul will transfer into or reincarnate or go into another existence. But the energy of that person will leave behind a signature.
0: Will they be the same, like, energy and the same type of person when they come back?
1: Yeah, similar. Okay. Similar. If, if you take children between the ages of two and five, mm-hmm. they still have a recall of their past lives, they can still recall other existences. Right. And they're the interesting ones to examine because uh, they, can like still, earth, yeah. see, earth, they can still, yeah. You see, they can still talk about the personality that they had, this life that they had, the things that they did, and you can be led into sharing their world as an adult, but they're only two, three years old.
0: That's funny you, you say that because my nephew he just turned six last Sunday, and. Even when like the first day I met him when he was born, I could see like he was just trying to like, yeah, it was like he already knew what to do. It was just his body physically couldn't do it. And I could just see he's just such an old soul. Like he's so smart. So like he talks to you like a person. But yeah, he's like I just feel like he gets it, you know, and he's like five, six years old. And
1: And that's so common across the world. Yet we ignore it.
0: What's great is my sister and my brother in law, they really like, um, welcome that about him. Where I yeah. think then he, you know, they're not like, they really yes. embellish that. And they,
1: that's the beauty of enlightenment. Mm-hmm. You see, the more spiritually we become linked, the more we'll understand that time doesn't exist yeah. and that lifetimes can create different personalities. But we retain the knowledge only until we're told that it doesn't exist. Right. Yeah. So the more people like your your sister and your mm-hmm. brother-in-law, the better, because it actually encourages people that when their son grows up and has children, he'll be looking for the traits in his children.
0: Right. And I know like in hearing one of Joshua lives, like he was saying, like, as we keep going, like kids that are born are going to be more evolved and just more, like more sensitive to these things. To where we're so
1: yeah, it's already happening, isn't yeah. it?
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: already there. You know, I can see that in my lifetime that people are becoming more aware of it. Mm-hmm. But it's all about knowledge. Mm-hmm. The, the the newer the knowledge, the different ways of thinking unlocks new doors. So if we follow the old pathways of how we were taught, then we'd still be sitting there having seances rather than concentrating (laughs) on the life that is actually eternal and things that are coming. So that's how significant it is to actually understand new teachings, new knowledge, new understandings, rather than just follow the old paths.
0: Right. So let's go into my reading a little bit. So we'll go. Are you sure now, sir, for I know. I know. The okay. So the first should I read the colors? Yeah, be,
1: okay. be bold.
0: So the aura colors, outer aura is bright orange, the middle aura is sunshine yellow and gilded gold. And then and sax blue, flamingo pink, and antique white. I love how specific. Like yeah
1: I love to use the expressive words on yeah. the colors because it really shows you exactly where they are. Yeah. It's so necessary because everyone's colors are different. Right. So there's hundreds of shades, hundreds of colors and there'd be no point in just using the the, the words. If yeah. I just said you're a blue yellow and pink girl, it would, you know, you'd be one of thousands. But if I use flamingo pink and saffron blue and and gold and you you can see where you are can't you
0: yeah and so it's interesting though like you've created meaning to those colors and then i'm assuming based on where it is in the aura whether it's outer middle or inner it means something different
1: yeah, no, absolutely. That's like, why they're so detailed.
0: Could you have like a yellow, like is yellow always just going to be or whatever? Are there certain colors that are only going to show up in the outer and certain colors that are only in the middle or do they?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the the outer is always going to be orange. The outer is always orange? Nearly always. Not 100%. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I did Nora three days ago where there was a a yellowy orange okay which was yeah but on the whole the protective shell is orange and on the whole the inner the inner aura is mainly shades of green and the middle aura is normally between blues yellows golds purples Reds, um, violets, you know, those sort of colours. Depending okay. on the mixtures, you I mean I see browns and whites occasionally, but on the whole, they have a, a common theme, but in just different orders.
0: Okay, so that's an, and then yeah, my inner aura is lime green and pale mint green.
1: There you go. See, yeah. so you've got the combination of having two different sets of colours in your inner aura, but that'll be down to your your fitness and your diet.
0: Okay, so first impression, the personality and energy jumps off the photograph. This is a person who is evolving at a rapid rate, understanding, knowledge, empathy, but most of all, happiness, a warmth with language only matched by her willingness to learn new teachings. As a spiritual lady herself, her life would be only complicated by human pursuits. Routines would not be that appealing. This is a person who would (laughs) love to feel the breeze in her hair and the expression in her voice unconditionally caring but very driven a natural motivator of people
1: that's about sums you up really doesn't it
0: it does and so that is the first impressions yes
1: yeah that is how I when I look at the picture that's how I compile my thoughts about you and think about you as an individual would so, that
0: change over picture to picture? or Yeah, is the first sure. Impression? Okay.
1: Sure. If so you were the, mad.
0: I remember no. in that picture, I was because I was super excited. I was like happy. So, is it also too like how I, like if I had like, like a mad face, would you still not get that first impression? No, I,
1: I don't look at the person, I look at the aura. Okay. Yeah. So, I look around the person, okay. I block the person off. I'm looking at the aura. Oh, that's
0: cool. I know, because like in that, I was like super excited. Like I remember that photo. I was just like, yay. And so, but so you're looking at the aura. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, that's kind of where I am. Like I can't learn fast enough right now. Like, No,
1: it's, it's it's not about how you learn. It's about the quality of your teachings. Mm -hmm. Because you can learn the same stuff over and over and over again. But what it's about is actually recognizing the stuff that resonates with you. Mm -hmm. Because everyone will teach you different things. Yeah. So the list of things to learn will be long, but the understanding of it will be short.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I just like, yeah, that's my thing is I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to do this, and I just want it all now.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's, you know, that's how I know you're spiritual because okay. you're impatient.
2: Mm-hmm. See,
1: when, when, we're, when we're spiritual, you know what I talked about with the soul and the energy?
2: Mm-hmm. When we're
1: spiritual, we can manifest the things that we want. So mm-hmm. remember, I talked about the apple pie. Mm -hmm. And we we want to taste apple pie, so we think about it, it manifests. Mm -hmm. In a human body, if you think about something, it doesn't manifest. You have to wait for it. That's what makes you impatient. It's the time waiting. So time has made you the impatient person you've become. And time is a man-made concept that you're only having to work to whilst you're a human.
0: And I think I've asked this before to other people is because I get so nervous and this is probably like human me, but I get so nervous that I'm going to run out of time. And that, yeah, that's like human concept or I'm going to get old to where I can't do it anymore. So I'm like on this mad dash to like try to get it all done because I don't want to get old. So I can't do it, you know.
1: Okay, a few things to consider doesn't matter how fast you run, you're going to get old, okay? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's true. But what it doesn't mean is that if you're running too fast, you're going to miss half the stuff and you're going to have to redo it. So enjoy it. Enjoy doing it. You haven't got no – there's no rush for anything. No rush. Just enjoy. Noted. (laughs) Good. Brilliant. You'll find that. You see, but people that are spiritual are impatient. So so think about that. Think about the fact that when you want to have something, you can't manifest it. You will be impatient because it's like, why isn't it here with me right now? So it's a really huge indication of who you are.
0: Well, I think too, I'm noticing like probably like the last five to six months I'm noticing a shift from wanting to do these things to fix or change something to more like accepting and understanding
2: yeah like
0: I probably if I got this reading in the past I would have probably want one of change like oh I don't like that about me or I would want to change it but now it's like more like oh my gosh that's like that's me and it's like an acceptance more than wanting to fix and change something
1: yeah acceptance is huge yeah Just accept, because you can't change it, so accept it. And it's about doing the things that you can do, not the things you can't do. You can spend your whole life trying to do the things you can't do, but as soon as you discover the things you can do, you won't be spending any of your life, because it will just feel natural.
0: Right. Brilliant.
1: (laughs) Not bad, eh? (laughs)
0: So going into the outer aura is bright orange, so the outer orange, you said, is what part of you is the fitness part? or The, the
1: fitness is the inner aura, oh, okay. the, the greens okay. that you have inside.
0: Okay. And the outer aura is?
1: The orange.
0: The orange. Yeah. So that's bright orange, a fabulously beautiful outer energy. The bright orange is an indication of an uncomplicated lady. The mind and body are extremely active. The outer aura is not weighted down with any heavy energy. This indicates a simple, mainly plant-based diet. The mind is active and in-between activities would go into cascade mode. This means that one thought would trigger the next one and so on. This can create issues are only mirages. Images that appear real but never manifest in reality cascade thinking can be thought of as a benefit when used to visualize overcoming personal areas of concern there would be nothing stopping this lady from achieving recognition in any of her chosen areas of interest
1: okay yeah pretty much you the identity see, has to be the energetic energy that you have and you're like a dynamo. You'll run, you'll run, you'll run, and you'll stop.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: that sort of stop is, is a full stop. It's not just a little stop. It's like, that's me. I'm stopping. And so, so but everyone will know that. Your husband will know that. Your family will know that. People that love you will know that. And they will let you run until you drop, and then I'll get peace. Simple. Pretty much
0: and that i'm either layer will always say it i'm either 110 miles per hour or i'm zero, zero. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: There's
2: no in between so well.
0: and that's the thing sometimes i have to sleep for like a whole day or, or two like and i can't even get up like i just you just
1: have to just, do that
0: yeah. like usually like once a month like i will yeah. like I, i'm trying to feel like, I think, too, as I start being more evolved and expanded, I think I'm managing my energy a little bit better, too.
1: Yeah, Yeah, it should happen. It should happen. Look, don't try to change it because Blair will be so happy that you're closed down for a day. It'll be party time for him.
0: (laughs) I know he does. He's like, because I'll be, like, stressing. I'm like, I'm just so tired. And he's like, it's okay. But, like, going back to, like, the peace – I think, though, that 100 miles per hour, like, he translates it to being chaotic or, like, I'm all over the place. But to me, I just go do, 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 do. and No,
1: no, there's no chaos there. It's organized, but it's fast. Yeah. Yeah, which isn't chaotic, is it? It's only chaotic to someone watching from the outside. But to you, it makes perfect sense. Yes. There we go. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. And I think, too, like when you say the bright orange is an indication of uncomplicated lady, like that's kind of how I feel. But sometimes that was what I was saying, like, especially with his, I feel like it's misunderstood. Like my uncomplicatedness gets misunderstood to be something different.
1: It's a very easy equation. The quicker you get things done, the more time you have to do things that you want to do as well. Very easy. It's not complicated, but complication comes when you try to explain it. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it's the the actions are very easy to read. The complication comes within the language. Okay. You just have to learn how to use the words okay. to explain it.
0: The middle aura, the middle aura is developing at speed. The fast pace that is being set indicates an incredible thirst for knowledge. This lady's mind is a liberal that she could get lost in one thought after another. It would be important to point out that there is no need to rush. Her curiosity, <laughs> coupled with her quest to discover new knowledge, could leave areas unexplored, unfinished, and requiring her to revisit before moving upwards onto the next level of understanding.
2: Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And I this think that sums been, it up. Perfectly. It does.
0: And I've like I can't even focus lately. Like I'm like this, 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 go here, there. And I'm like all over the place.
2: Yeah. But I'm getting yeah, well, stuff
0: done. I just, it's like, it doesn't feel very organized. Cause I feel okay. I want to do it all right now. Like,
1: okay. Don't worry. Don't think about it. Okay. There's so much you can touch into, but what you do is you test little bits of each. And then you feel what resonates best with you, and you go with that. Rather than going with everything, you're like a child in a buffet, right? (laughs) You you want to eat all the cake, right? You don't want just a little bowl of cake. You want every single taste. And that's fine. You can taste a lot, and you can do it as quick or as slowly as you want to do it. But the slower you do it, the more you'll know you like it or not.
0: Yeah, that will be. But then that goes with impatient because I wanted it all yesterday. Yeah, but that
1: goes with spirituality. Yeah. Yeah. Look, time doesn't exist. So you're not fast or slow. You're only how you perceive yourself to be.
0: I'm only how I perceive myself to be.
1: Yeah. So what you're doing is you're saying to yourself that you're fast at everything. Tell yourself you're not. Tell okay. yourself that you, you want to explore everything, but that exploration is needed to understand the things that you want to become. So as soon as you tell yourself, as soon as you use the affirmation, I give myself permission to go and explore, then everything will slow down. You think, right, in, in life, if we do something that is really dangerous, everything slows down. Our body slows down so we can take it in. When things speed up, it's because we want to get to the end of it, because often we don't really like doing it. We think we're going to like it, but we don't. It's a bit like tasting that licorice cake that we hate, because as soon as it looks lovely and beautiful and fantastic and it tastes really yucky. And so we know the things if we take our time, but we only take our time when we 're not open. To closing everything down before we start what you're in danger of doing is closing down the stuff that you really want to do and the fact that you're pulling out you ever play your where you pull out all those little right it's like a a marble game you put all the marbles on top of all these straws and you pull the straws out and the marbles collapse okay right right you can only pull out so many straws don't keep pulling out loads and loads of straws pull out one explore it then allow for another straw to be pulled because you do not want your marbles to collapse. <laughs> you lose the game. Right?
0: Literally and figuratively. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I don't want to talk to you from comfort of your straight jacket because you have to get used to undoing buckles if you're in a straight jacket before you can explore.
0: Yeah. Because there are things like, I mean, even in that first one, you say like, go into like singing like the creative side you're like i I see you doing something really creative and i think that scares me that i avoid it almost by doing all this other stuff to preoccupy me right No,
1: you're not avoiding it okay they're ready to explore when you're ready i'm sorry yeah you're going to explore it at a time you're ready to explore it yeah it's it's already an idea okay because we can't do what we don't think or what we don't realize. So your singing will be there when you need it. Because but I'm be gonna real... feel
0: like it's too late.
1: It's never too late. Okay. How many lifetimes do you need? It's never. <laughs> it's never too late. I
0: know. I
2: know.
0: I like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So sun. Sh- okay. So the middle or again is sunshine yellow, right? That was the middle sunshine yellow is bright, warm, and enthusiastic. Sunshine yellow people are infectious wherever they go and they spread happiness and warmth. This lady takes that even higher as a gifted motivator and communicator. I can see this part of her personality growing daily. What I love was her confidence to accept and grow with this. It is clearly indicated by the small specks of gilded gold appearing from the sunshine yellow, a beautiful change in kaleidoscope aura.:
1: Pretty much sums it up. Did you I see? Lo- yeah. I love
0: that. And it was at the sunshine yellow that you saw like around the side, then the other.
1: Yeah, the I think time? that's the, the color that was down the, down the side in I, the middle of your aura. Mm-hmm but it's growing into different shades. It's growing into a more spiritual part of your life, which means you're connected. And if you're connected to the source, then you'll start to understand the things that you have no understanding of. In other words, things that we don't learn from books
2: Mm -hmm. or from
1: talking to people, we start getting those realizations. And I only see the gold in people when they start getting realizations that come from themselves.
2: Oh,
0: I love that. I love that. It's good, isn't That's it? Cool. It's
1: really, really nice. And, yeah. And it's also a lovely thing to understand that you don't need to be listening to people to understand to learn. Right. You can learn from yeah. yourself.
0: Yeah. And I recently, in the past few years, have started making that shift because yeah. it was like outside of me. And now like.
1: Yeah, it's, in, it's in here. Yeah. it's in, It's in there. And just think that how people tell you is only their truth exactly yeah it's not the truth
0: exactly but in going back before too when we were talking about like the spiritual guides I feel like too sometimes people on like certain people are my spiritual guides because I think it's what I need to hear to validate what maybe I'm second guessing or something that I've gotten clarity on that they're there to serve as that
1: Okay, I would change the the word of validation because we we can all validate our own self. Mm
2: -hmm. But
1: what happens is if it resonates with you and you feel an affinity to it, then it will enhance what you're actually understanding.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, so don't think of it as coming from a validation area. Think of it coming from a recognition. Okay. Because if you didn't know about it in the first place, You would not have the recognition of it. It would just go straight past you. You wouldn't even understand it. It would just go woof and gone. Yeah. So everyone has their own understandings. You will find people that link in with your understandings.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Doesn't mean to say they come from a guide point of view, they come from an energetic point of view.
0: Okay sax blue communicate so this is still the
2: middle
1: aura, middle
0: aura. so sax blue is communication and self awareness sax blue is a clear and gentle middle blue this color has always been with you it takes up so much space in your middle aura indicates a listener and a teacher you would have always been focused one direction had been found. I would acquaint this with you searching and then finding your life purpose. Exploration is now moving to the side and the self-awareness of who you are is appearing. I love that. Cause
1: <laughs> that's that, really where you are. Yeah. It, yeah. Um,
0: I just love it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Thank you. What it it really is saying. No, (laughs) thank (laughs) you. No, you're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) The the, the understanding is, is that you are that person. You're just coming to understand that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's your authentic personality. And you're just coming to terms with that Mm -hmm. because you've never seen it before. It's always been buried underneath concerns.
0: Yep. And I love going back to the other one of being connected to consciousness because I've always questioned that, and I think I've always felt it, but I've questioned it, and then that, like that kind of
1: this resonates, doesn't it?
0: Resonates, and then yeah. this also kind of affirms more of that as well.
1: Good. If you ever doubt it, read the profile. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and it's
0: actually fun reading it again now because it's you know mm-hmm. I I read it like several times when I first got it, so so then again the middle. The middle aura, flamingo pink, perfectly feminine. I love this bright pink being present in your middle aura. It is no surprise to see your less serious inner child making an appearance. Flamingo (laughs) pink represents the fun, the freedom to roll around in the grass and swing on the swings with the air in your hair. An indication of the love of the outdoors, a wonderful balance of the adult and and the child. And this one is funny because Blair is like more serious and you know, yes. like research and like his profile is perfect. And it's so funny because he always, I think he gets annoyed with me cause I'm like so goofy and I'm like <laughs> doing like the little like child things that he's like, come on, grow up. You know? <laughs> so no,
2: it's no, so no, funny you need that. that
0: again, yeah. like the misbe, I feel like I'm misunderstood cause I'm just like this quirky, like I make up words. I, you know what I mean? I, <laughs>
1: It's you know, brilliant. It's the I inner child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it has to be there, doesn't it? <laughs> if it's not there, what's the point?
0: Yeah, exactly. I just you got to have yeah. fun. So yeah, I,
1: just because you grow up doesn't mean to say you got to grow old.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, no, stay yeah. there. It's nice. You don't need to be serious. Right. Certain points, life is serious. Yeah. But in between those points, life can be real fun to be a child.
0: It's interesting too, because I'm at a point you know i have I had worked for myself for like twenty years and then I took a job working in like a corporate setting for like the past three and i and Blair and I were actually just talking about this the other day is like I struggle with like wanting these successes or this and like the things that maybe come along with like working in yep. a job, but then I also just want to be like be that person that just like moves to Costa Rica and like lives at the beach or just like yeah, yeah running around a park. So they're there. It's like, it's fun sure. seeing that. Cause that's my personality, but there's also like that struggle of.
1: There will be. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the, the idea of the struggle is to recognize both sides. Okay. Then you don't pull against each other. Okay. Yeah, because you would have a need for money to be able to run the things that you need in your life, mm-hmm. but then you also have a need for space to be able to run down the beach and to swing and to jump and to laugh and to do all the things that you do. So one without the other is not really that appealing, but if right. they come together, they balance.
0: Right.
1: And then there's nothing missing. Okay. Yeah.
0: I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That brings peace. <laughs> it does and Thank calmness. You. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Thank
0: you. Moving on to the middle aura, still is antique white. Plenty of room for new new knowledge. Antique white provokes the memories of the past lives and previous experiences. You'll be sensing an easy familiarity with people you are meeting and places you are visiting right now. Imagine a book that you have read years ago and you find it by accident and start to reread it. This is what is happening in your life currently. You are being reacquainted with a familiar but distant understandings. I think
1: that really sums it up quite nicely. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a re-going-over stuff you already know.
0: Yeah, and it's funny because I actually was just having this talk with Annie yesterday, and it's cute because I Annie is such a close and dear friend. Like, I call her my oracle because okay. she's okay. so like, you know, I the conversations that her and I have too are really mind-blowing, and I'm grateful for our friendship because yes. it really has helped me to understand she, a lot. And she – you know, I've been doing personal development work for since like my twenties. But she was like, your work that you were doing before it really just comes down to this. But I really feel like I'm like everything has led me to this point. But I really feel like a lot of the stuff I've have felt like I've dealt with before. You, you know, will. and it's like I'm like, haven't yeah. I gone through this already? You know, but it's yeah. um, I yeah. do feel like a shift in like the work that I was doing back then to now to like, like I was saying before it was about fixing and changing things, but now it's more about love and acceptance. Like, so it has, it has shifted, but I, Oh, so I'm wondering though, too, is that like as a collective at that time, I feel like there has been huge shifts collectively and how Mm. people are shifting. And maybe during that time, was that what people were like collectively what we were going through as well versus now collectively we're expanding.
1: Okay. There's a couple of really interesting points. First of all, to have a friend like Annie is no, no surprise Mm -hmm. because you connect to the people on that vibration on that level who can spot the things in you that they see in themselves. Mm-hmm. So they would have gone through situations and they can talk you through that situation. Mm-hmm. Yet you can bring the same to them.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: it's it's an exchange. Mm-hmm. It's not just a one-way thing. The 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 second thing about life is it will keep repeating. You will keep going through the same situations because they're having to be ensconced in your thoughts. That that's how I deal with that situation. That's the best way forward. That's the easiest way forward. That's the hardest way, but it's the best outcome way forward. So what happens is you get given lots of different pathways to explore. And when you come across the same situation again, maybe 10 years later, you will explore it in a different way. So your perception shifts. And the things that you need will shift. Right. So so you never ever go through the same situation with the same outcome. You might think you do. Yeah. But but you don't. You go through the same situation and you get down different outcomes. And that's what you've experienced now. In your part of your life that you're in, you're thinking of different outcomes now because you have different needs. Right. Yeah. And that's really what you've been shown.
0: I know I'm going to have to re-listen to that again because. That's okay. I feel like. To like, sometimes I wonder, like you say, like what I've heard and like what I know is that these things keep repeating because you haven't dealt with a limiting belief or you haven't dealt with it. So is it no, not, not at that? okay?
1: Not at all. You've dealt with it, but it will come to a different conclusion each time you deal with it.
0: Right. So, so is that like peeling got- the layers when they say like peeling the mm-hmm. layers, it's like yeah,
1: deeper, sure, sure. It's it's learning that you can do the same thing and have different outcomes. Right. Yeah. No outcome is predictable. You could take the same course of action each time and have different outcomes each time. Right. So it's purely showing you that, I mean, you might learn, but you still learn from doing different things. Is that,
0: not to go back to that, but that, does that go to the different dimensions though too then?
1: Yep. You see, because your thought now, do you remember what we talked about? You do not know what you do not know. Mm -hmm. as you go through your life you're starting to know things more Mm -hmm. so you know more now than what you did when you were 16 gotcha
2: Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. you know
1: different things now to when you were 30 and and so on yeah i'll keep going right but the the understanding is how we actually come to see things from a different perspective
0: okay awesome thank you so, inner aura, now we're in the inner aura, the, the green one. So, this is lime green. Lovely, pure, relaxed inner energy. Energetic, medium to fast metabolism would be mainly a plant based diet. Indicates an understanding of body and diet, a careful and considered eater. Are, mm-hmm. you, are you saying that, like, when you read that, that I'm mainly a plant based eater or I should be a plant based?
1: No, it's what your energy dictates okay. where you are, yeah? If you, if you eat mainly plant, your energy will calm down okay. and you won't feel so rushing into doing things immediately Okay, because it'll calm you down. Because when you eat meat, what you're doing is you're eating all the energy from that meat. You're eating the, the emotions, the thoughts. It can get you very hyper. It can get you very yeah. um, energetic into doing things and you can feel that and you rebel against negative emotions. If you go into a room, you rebel. If if all the people are there negative, you would not go into that room. So that's what you do. If you eat meat, you're rebelling against that.
0: Okay. Okay. That's funny. Is that because of my aura that I rebel the negative energies? Is that like a good, like, I know it's not like a good or bad thing, but is that like, because of, like traumas or something that perhaps I had like when I was younger?
1: There's two, two situations. One is a recall memory. of mm. being been in a situation where it wasn't that nice for you. Mm. And the second one is a fear of being put in that situation again. So you become very sensitive to people that are difficult or verbally nasty. So you've been through that once. You don't want to go through it again.
0: Okay. So is it better to just embrace that and obviously accept that, or would it be good to also go through maybe healing some of that stuff? Or
1: It depends how you're feeling. See, if your strength is, is inside of you, then you would just rebel against it and you just walk away. Because why put yourself into a confrontational situation where you're not a confrontational person? That's like playing football on their home field. You don't want to do that. You don't want to go away and play on their field on their terms. You want to be on your terms. Yeah. So any battles that you have to go through in your life, you choose the location, you choose the time and you choose how you deal with it. You do not have to do it immediately. As it's presented to you.
0: Okay. I love that. That's really helpful. Thank you. So conclusion, everything with love, When the pupil is ready, the teacher will arrive. The problem you may have is meeting too many teachers together. There is no rush. Your aura is growing and evolving fast. Each day you will be discovering something new. The cascade of thoughts could occasionally overwhelm you. Many of your concerns are future or moral life-based. You may not be presented with a solution in the moment, but as life unravels, answers will become apparent. Movement forward is not always going to be giant strides, small, well-placed steps are just as efficient. You are growing and evolving into a remarkable person, a lady that has a unique ability to read and help others without them asking, a motivator, an organizer, and an amazing friend of the world.
2: I love that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That really does sum up everything on that sheet of paper, doesn't it? Yeah. And isn't it nice to hear it?
0: It, uh, it it really is. I have to say, like I was like, wow, like I'm the next person. Exactly. I didn't know that. I'd be like, and I I did. I love because I've been, you know, trying to connect with my inner self and trying to go within, and like, so it was nice to hear like that showing up in my aura that I am connected and like, yeah, learning and growing. Like that's. I mean, this is that's what this podcast is primarily built on was just like me learning and growing through people um, in life. And that's just sharing life experiences and life journeys.
1: And that's what brings us all together, isn't it? It's the commonality of how we live and how we go through the certain struggles we go through and how we share the joys. So that brings everyone together because we all experience it on different levels. Yeah. I
0: just, Thank you so much. I'm so grateful. So grateful for your time. (laughs) There was one question I forgot to ask that Blair wanted to ask. I'm just going to throw that one out there because he loves Bigfoot and I know you brought it up. Uh, What is your feeling on Bigfoot or Sasquatch? Uh, Blair loves Sasquatch. Tries to find him. He goes for Sasquatch sightings. That he actually got the costume. That he goes around to our friends' houses and their little ring, their ring cameras on their house, and he does these little like things.
1: So. <laughs> that's, that is amazingly brilliant. I love him for doing that. That's, that's fabulous. Uh, Look, I, I have all sorts of theories, but a lot of my theories are on my twisted and misunderstood podcast. Yes. That and if, you ever, if you ever listen to that, you'll listen to Alison. Alison is the expert on Bigfoot. Okay. She talks about it a lot of the time. But what we've come to understand is that Bigfoot is a dimensional creature. Yeah. That has the ability to cloak. So he's what invisible. Is, yeah. Oh, so,
0: so he's uh, a dimensional, meaning he's on this plane. Like he's on this plane dimension. and he's on
1: other planes, other, okay. other dimensions. And on this plane, he can show himself or he can cloak himself. So he's invisible, but he can't hide his footprints. Do you see? His footprints okay. are always there. Uh-huh. So even if you're invisible, your footprints come out, don't they? <laughs> yeah? Yeah. And so, that's
0: why how they they've seen them, right? The, yeah. the investigations they see the footprints, but they don't see
1: him. No, absolutely. Yeah. That's why we don't see any other signs of them, right? So it's all about the invisibility, and we're starting to understand that there are creatures on this planet that have cloaks or can shift. So okay. that's an even more interesting dynamic to where Bigfoot is,
0: right? Well, I love that and I think that's like a really great segue to your podcast because you do, I've listened to several of your podcast episodes um, because I find Uh it all fascinating um, and and that's your wife that you're talking. Uh, yeah, Alison's my wife. Allison yeah, and design. we quite
1: often co-host the podcasts. And I love it. we will talk about anything from alien life to ufology, all the way through to conspiracies to religious understandings and personal beliefs. And, oh, gosh, we go right across the board on Twisted and Misunderstood. We awesome. That's why we call it Twisted and Misunderstood <laughs> because everything is Twisted and Misunderstood. <laughs>
0: I love it. So did you like during your, your journey, did you meet your wife because you were researching these things or did you meet and then she got into it because. Of- no,
1: no. I was on the radio
2: mm-hmm. talking
1: about spiritual stuff. Cause mm-hmm. I do a lot of radio um, presenting and I do TV presenting mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff over here in England. And I was on the radio talking and she heard me and she booked an appointment to come and see uh-huh. me and she never left. Oh
0: I love that. That's so yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah I mean, I never, like, I, you, I you've ne- met before,
1: right? So Well, it seemed like it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, once she was in, she never left. So <laughs> you know, we just had to get married. It's as simple as that. but we share so much in common. We share a real fascination about everything spiritual you know, Alison's a great strength to me and a real big asset as a man to have a a lovely wife on your arm to do things with that really enjoy together. So I couldn't have a better partner.
0: I love that. You're such an amazing human. Thank you so much for the work that you do and (laughs) Uh, and teaching people. It's really, I'm really grateful. And again, thank you so much. Well,
1: time. look, it's been really nice to come across and spend some time with you and, and chat through things. And I'm sure that we'll have plenty of other conversations <laughs> that, that we can share in the future. So but I look, look forward to, to it.
0: And I'm going to put all your information of where you can find Dominic in our show notes. So you're, I'll put your information from your Good. podcast, your website, your Instagram. Um, I'll have that all.
1: You have a lovely lovely weekend
0: you too dominic thank you so much sending you lots of love thank you for listening my hope is that this conversation has inspired you with a new awareness and has uncovered some beauty and wisdom within you if you have enjoyed what you heard today please feel free to share it with a friend and please subscribe rate and review it on your favorite podcast player If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for me, please feel free to reach me at stephanie.brownyard at gmail.com.
2: Talk to you soon.